I guess I should have texted the group. No, I mean to play it. Like everyone else understood. I'm the only idiot who was like, like, "Oh, please!" I figured everybody knew about it when you when you texted the group. I'd already played it like six hours at that point. Wow. I mean, thanks for the heads up. That's fine. (laughs) When the big fist girl hits someone, does she say, "I'm gonna fist you with my big fists"? (laughs) (laughs) Something to that effect. everybody, welcome to the forecast episode 111, coming to you on the last night of the Republican National Convention, which, of course, I'm sure everyone's going to want to talk about. Yeah, oh, let's God, get into no. it. Oh, yeah, all right. The forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced on Thursdays. We are a community of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things, from video games and board games to film and TV to politics to our everyday life experiences. Uh, if you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash Horizon community or... You can come hang out on our Discord channel, or you can check out our website at WeAreTheHorizon.com. We have a ton, a ton of original content there for you to browse through. Again, uh, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I am Aaron, joined by a couple of additional peeps. Alex? Hello, how's it going? Jake John? Uh, that's me. Caleb? Hey, still my line, that's me. Oh, we 93 Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. I am so pumped. That we have ended Alex time. I didn't even announce that yet. <laughs> wow. Just coming out just swinging. Did, that was I part am, of that. En- ended wasn't necessarily right. Alex time 2.0 is now just when Alex runs the show. Yeah. Oh, so it could come back in the future. You didn't even listen Alex to the episode you weren't in, is. did you? I have not Alex yet. time 2.0. You didn't 2. even listen to it. Yeah, it was a special event where we kicked Aaron off the podcast and... Alex Time was expanded to the entire podcast. Oh, and I, I ran well, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex Time 2.0 mm-hmm. is over then because Owen's running them all from now on. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm so honored. Uh, let's get started with what we always do. What have you been playing lately? And Jake, we'll start with you this week. Uh, we'll start with me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Buckle man. Uh, so I've I've had a pretty wee, weeaboo week. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I've got yeah, two. Yeah, based on this. Yeah, so first I've been playing Neo 2. Which is like Dark Souls, but anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, really good. I really, really like it. Um, it's, it's not really anime. It's Dark Souls, but samurai? Here's the thing, though. Samurai don't usually have like a full face of geisha makeup or use tonfas. <laughs> Especially not electric tonfas. At least not samurai I know about. I think well, Dark Souls, but anime is Code Vein. There's the real issue. Mm, yeah. You are that correct. that is straight anime Dark Souls. Shoot. That, Whereas thought... this doesn't have that aesthetic, really. Dark Souls, no. but Samurai is your other game. The other game, go, the other game being Ghost of Tsushima, is not Dark Souls <laughs> at all. Yeah. To go even a little bit. Tsushima. What yes. about Shadows Die Twice? Whatever. That's oh, that one. That's Ninja. Yes. It's Ninja Dark Souls. But He's they a ninja? do. I think they He's say Samurai. samurai. They say Samurai every time, but they definitely mean Ninja. He's, he's definitely a ninja, not all a samurai. Game. He like sneaks around stab people and they're like, ah, like a true samurai. I'm like, mm. <laughs> is that the definitive line between a ninja and a samurai? Whether or not you carry a sword? It's all about honor, right? 
Samurai is all about honor. And ninjas yeah. have none? Yeah. Yeah, yeah ninjas have none. They like to win their sleep. So that's a big, really that's a big sticking point in Ghost exactly. of Tsushima. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. Because they're like, <laughs> literally all the samurai die at the beginning of Ghost of Tsushima. Spoiler alert. They go fight <laughs> and the Mongols are just like, uh, we'll just like kill you though. We'll just like kill you immediately. Like guy goes and he's like, duel me. And the guy sets him on fire and is like, oh, I win. You're an idiot. <laughs> and then, you know, so your guy's like, oh, maybe I should try to win. Everyone's like, you fucking lamer. You loser. <laughs> what are you doing? Everyone else is just like sitting on their hands, doing nothing. Ugh. But yeah. Wow. But I have Neo strong too. feelings about that. Neo, yeah, Neo <laughs> 2 is good. It's just, it's fun. Um, one thing that really sets it apart from Dark Souls is after you do like a combo, you can do like a little spin move. You like tap R1 and you get a bunch of stamina back. Mm, I remember that from the first time. So you can like, if you're good, you can chain together a bunch of combos because you keep getting a bunch of stamina back. And the cool thing about the weapon I'm using, the Tonfas, is when you do that little get all your stamina back move, it's also a dodge. So you can just like spot dodge and attack, get all your stamina back, and then hit them again. Ugh. It's really fun, but it's really hard. You die in like two hits, <laughs> which is very brutal. It's very rough getting like 90% of the way through a boss fight and then getting hit twice and dying. So that's kind of frustrating. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I had to look up what tonfas were. Yeah. Mm. They're that's like a very strange weapon. Correct. Yeah, but they fucking slap. They're so. Yeah, but good. how do you They're not so cool. absolutely wreck your forearms if you're using this? I mean, yeah, in a real world setting, I have no <laughs> idea. They don't seem very practical, right? Yeah. The moment somebody strikes the bottom of the blade, it just goes into your flesh right there. Done. Yeah. Just your forearms gone. I mean, it just—it seems like getting hit at all would hurt tremendously. Mm -hmm. Like probably a sword, really they're... good at deflecting, just like a gray mm. shot, you know, just like. Slightly moving them away. I don't know. Sure. And I, I don't know how this translates to real life, but in Neo 2, they're very good at damaging key. Oh. So do with that what you will. <laughs> is it yeah, like I'd... is it like key blocking? Like uh Ty Lee does? What it's about? No, oh, it's key is stamina. But it's Japanese, oh. so they had to call it key. Gotcha. You understand? Gotcha. You feel gotcha. me? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know why they did you do that. a combo move in an R1. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was being, I was lying earlier. I think key is also like what Goku uses to like shoot projectiles. Mm. 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 Yeah, I feel like usually mm. it's a it's spiritual worth. thing and not a stamina thing. Yeah, usually, usually, <laughs> but not, not in Neo. They have, they have, it's called Amyo, and that's the magic. Mm. And I don't. Huh. I don't know. Actually, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. They have two kind of magic-y systems on Mio, which is like buffs and debuffs, and then ninjutsu, which is like throwing shurikens and stuff. And it's just, it's a really good system, I think. Uh, pretty much everyone can get into it basically for free. They just like give you a skill point at some point in the game. Uh, and you can just like use it a little bit. Uh, but the damage is pretty bad. And the amount you can prepare also scales with, they each have a stat. So, like, you can invest in it and get better, but also if you just use it regularly, you get skill points for them, oh. which I think is cool. Because, like, Dark Souls, usually I don't build for magic, which just means I don't get to use magic at all yeah. because I didn't build for it. But here, even though I've put no points into magic, I still get to use cool buffs and stuff. 
which I like. I think that kind of, it, nice. you know, it opens up new options. It doesn't you make do you cooler stuff. Like force you to take an avenue. Yeah, you can, exactly. You can spread out a little bit. You're not just like locked out. That's one other thing I like about Neo. You can respec at any time. No, it costs money, but it's not like Dark Souls where you get halfway through the game, realize, oh, this build is actually really bad. And then you go, well, <laughs> guess I'll start over because <laughs> there's really not a respec option. Like, I think in Dark Souls three, there's a covenant that you can yeah. give items to that lets you respec like five times. Yeah, which is confusing and hard to find. And if you need to respec, you probably don't know about that. So that's I don't think you can get it for a while either. No, it's like Cathedral of the Deep in like a hidden area. Mm-hmm. And the item you have to give them, you get from PvP. So like you're probably point is you're not gonna fix your build. You fucked it up. And you need to start <laughs> over. Uh but not Neo 2, because you can respec. And that's really cool. Like that a lot. Moving on. Ghost Tsushima. We talked about it a little bit. Honor and stuff. Honor. <laughs> Actually, I really like this game. I started it and I didn't think I liked it. Because I don't think the beginning's very good. It's very like tutorially and handholdy. It does like the tutorial stealth bit, mm-hmm. which I always think is just slow and boring. Mm-hmm. And then the world opened up, and I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna go do this mission way down here." And that mission ended up being like a ten-person ambush that just kicked my ass like twenty times. I was very close to just giving up, but I pushed through it, and then. It turns out all the other missions are way easier than that. And also, once you level up a little bit, the game gets way easier because you get cool shit like Kunai and like different fighting stances. With chain. With chain. With chain? Kunai with chain. No. No. Nothing for you? Okay. Mm -hmm. You 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 meme. (laughs) No, no, meme. That's fine. Um, It's fine. I'm just a normie. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really fun. It's basically structure wise. It's not very innovative. It's just like a, the Assassin's Creed formula. You go, you do some side quests and they're either sneaky or killy. And then there's a bunch of random crap on the map that you can go to. Uh, but what I think sets it apart is the stealth actually works. And Assassin's Creed has just shitty stealth. But I think the stealth here mm-hmm. works pretty good. I think the combat's a lot more nuanced. And rather than just, you know, you climb a thing, you look out and you get a bunch of shit on your map and you go and you like pick up a cube and it's like, great, you've got one out of nine million cubes and you go, great, I don't want this like this does nothing for me. Uh, It's more like you are discovering it, like as you ride around, like their signal is like there's like a yellow bird and it'll fly you over to nearby points of interest, which makes it feel a lot more like you're finding stuff rather than you're just clicking on a point on your map, going to the point on the map and picking up a stupid cube. Uh, also, all the stuff you find gives you like benefits. There's like hot springs you can go in that give you little health boosts. And there's like bamboo thingies that you can like chop through and they give you more resolve, which is like. It's like a resource you use to like heal and stuff. It's good. I like this game a lot. I've heard there's haikus. There are haikus. I like the haikus a lot. That's probably not surprising to anyone here because, <laughs> you know, they're stupid and they don't really belong in there. Uh, but I, I like them. They're fun. You get a headband after each one. And the description on the headband is the haiku you wrote. Oh, God. And it's just like, oh, nice. That's good. It's, it's just like cute. Um, one thing I will say about that, though, is they wanted to put a lot of like uh, cosmetics in the game. 
-hmm. but all they could think of were different colors of headbands. <laughs> so I have about a billion headbands, and I like almost none of them. Maybe two, if we're being generous. <laughs> so that's really frustrating, especially since they use the same slot as your cool hats you can wear. Mm. So I have to scroll through a million bandanas to get to my cool hats. Mm. Which sucks. I've heard that this game is a little bit of a mixed bag when it comes to just the way it looks. Like sometimes it looks awesome and other times it looks yeah, like I think PS3 graphics. Caleb and Aaron? No. Caleb and Alex. Sorry, you're Aaron. Said that Aaron. last time. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I've been on this podcast before. <laughs> uh, I really haven't noticed that. I feel like it's been very gorgeous the whole time through. Maybe I'm just not as picky or not as observant. I don't know. Uh, but I, I've been floored by how good it looks. Yeah, it's pretty much immersed. I only yeah. noticed it the one time that it looked really bad when I walked in. Mm. I think that's the only time I've seen any. It's totally of like plan. if it's like m like muggy weather, like not really raining, but like overcast, and then like you're in an area with like not much colored vegetation or whatever, it can kind of mm. look a little bad. Okay. Most of the time, though, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, I, like the, the golden forest areas. Insane. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, they, they do a good job mixing up like the vegetation, I think. Mm -hmm. Like there there was one side quest where you had to like find like purple flowers were like the key marker for like where oh, yeah. this person was. And it was just really cool going around being like, oh, man, this area is so gorgeous. And there's like a, tr you know, you just see the purple flowers and you're like, oh, my God, I'm close. Like shit yeah. like that, I think is just super cool. That's cool. Um, I've also been playing sticking with the weeb theme Persona 5 The Royal. Uh, this is kind of a new game that came out in February. Uh, it's Persona 5. It already. Yeah, it's Persona 5 again, though. Uh, so Atlas does like this thing because they, they were doing this back in like the PS2 days where like DLC wasn't a thing. So they would do basically like a kind of like a game of the year edition where like it would be the same game, but there'd be like new characters and new cutscenes and new bosses and usually like a new dungeon. Uh, so that's what the Royal is. There's a brand new character you can recruit and add to your team. Uh, and there's like a whole nother semester tacked on to the end of the game that I've heard is like 30 hours. Whoa. Is that, yeah. Is it just a strategy to get people play pay full price again for what's essentially a DLC? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Because that hurts. Yeah, I I really hope they would release it as just DLC. Um. It's kind of like a lot, though, because like the new character is like sprinkled throughout mm -hmm. and their story kind of like weaves through the main story. So I kind of get it. But it's hard to argue that it wouldn't have made more sense as just like DLC for the base game. Um, I need your consent on a few items to Dang. go. <laughs> it's okay. been doing that constantly. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Um... But yeah, it's it's just really good. I just really like Persona 5. It's like an excuse to play it again is, you know, is great. One thing that's kind of cool. So Persona 5 added each character gets like a gun. And it was really weird in Persona 5 because you got like, you know, 10 bullets or whatever. And that was it for like the whole dungeon. You just got mm. 10 shots, which meant the gun was garbage. And I never used it because you would run out of bullets and it would be useless. Yeah. In the Royal, it refills after every fight. Mm. which means it's now like the best thing in the game <laughs> and I use it in every fight. <laughs> so I don't know if they like fixed the balance, 
or just switched the balance. <laughs> but I've been liking that a lot. Um, so yeah, Persona 5, it's good. I know none of you guys have played it. <laughs> we should play it. It's fucking great. I'm... And if you're going to get it, get the Royal, because it's just <laughs> Persona 5, but better. Someday, man, someday. Believe me, one day I will play it when it comes to PC. Or Switch, because they kept teasing it on the Switch. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, there's... I, I'm with you. I will, I will be there in a heartbeat. I just need it on a console I own. Yeah, I, I wish I had better news for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, all I've got is Persona 4 Golden came out, and it was huge. Like, I think way bigger than they expected. Yeah, so I think, I, like, everybody I knew that l- remotely liked the Persona series was playing Golden. Yeah, like, literally, it was the biggest non-MMO game for a while on Steam, like, the week it came out. Dang, wow. So, like, yeah, it was huge. So, hopefully, they see that, and they're like, oh, maybe people want to play our games. And that was, like, originally, like, the... It was PSP a Vita version. exclusive. Or Vita, Vita, yeah. Vita exclusive. Vita exclusive. <laughs> kind of missed I the mark with Persona that one. I love Persona 4, and I couldn't play the best version of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm not mad. <laughs> He's mad. <sighs> Last thing I played, Rogue Legacy 2 is in early access. Didn't yeah. know this was a thing. Mm. But it's in early access. Uh, I haven't played a lot of it, uh, but the little bit I played, it's really good. I liked the first one, but I thought it was really floaty. With the controls, like, jumps just didn't feel like they had a lot of weight. Yeah. And this one doesn't have that problem so much. It controls a lot, lot better. They also added an archer class, which is cool. Mm. It's That's really fun to play, in my opinion. I was considering getting it, but... In content right now. Is that true? Makes sense, but that's what I've I read it has, like, 1.5 worlds or something like that. 1.5. 1.5. Levels. Yeah, because I think there's only one boss. So you yeah. get through the okay. first area, get to the one boss, and then you do the second area. Yeah, that's, I mean, that makes sense. To be yeah, honest, I mean, it's early access, so whatever. The only reason I really got this game is because the developers are Cellar Door Games. Yeah. Who made Full Metal Furies. Yeah. And I love that game to death, but it flopped super duper hard. Yeah. So I was like, I, I you know, I kind of just want to support them. So I picked yeah. it up. Uh, but it's, it's actually, it's quite good. I like it a lot. Uh, Owen, how about you? What have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing so many things that aren't just Fallout 76. <laughs> no. Although, Get out of here. Although I will say that uh, I did finish the uh, season pass of Fallout 76. Uh, and uh, some thoughts on that. You got the that. season pa- pass. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so the season pass thing is free. Like the this the season thing that they do is is like a free thing. I didn't. I have not spent money into this game other than the original purchase. I will not spend money into this game other than the original purchase. Uh, but uh, I I thought it was like it was nice finally getting to the end. I think that they luckily as they were putting things out, they're listening to people that are playing it and reworking things because they were like, okay, well, it seems that people want to have more challenges. That way they can get more points along the pass. Uh, so that way they don't have to like log in every single day. So we're giving people more challenges and things so they can get more points and hopefully that stays or like some of the challenges were just impossible to do. So they made them easier. Um, so they have been listening. I think that it's working out. I do think it's a bit long for the rewards that you get at the end, but if you're already playing the game, it's not that big of a deal. Um, 
So, yeah, they also added a bunch of new content into it. They added uh, a new world boss, which has just been super amounts of fun, and I've been grinding out uh, because it's it's very... Uh, it's it's very kind of raidy of how you have to do a bunch of stuff to get this specific boss to pop up, and then you have to kind of, like, know how to fight the boss. It's not just everybody on the server showing up in one area and shooting the big thing and then it dies. It's like, oh, you have teams of eight and you have to know what you're doing and be re- and like prepared for the mm. fight. Uh, so that's been nice. I've really liked that as some end game content that they've added in. Um, but right. So not fallout uh, went back and been playing some overwatch with you guys. That's been fun. Uh, I finished off and uh, I beat with air quotes, bloodstained hmm. with air uh, quotes. I, I Who's say air quotes, air quotes because Who's, of the fact yeah. that, I know that I didn't get, like, the true ending or whatever. Yeah. Uh, But I also don't give a fuck. (laughs) Uh, It is a fun game, and I've really enjoyed it. However, like, halfway into the game, you can just go fight the final boss, and, like, it's not that hard. And Mm. so I did that, and I beat the final boss. And so then the person was like, hey, so, like... My entire job here was to beat this guy, and I did it. And I was like, yep, seems legit. We're done here. And, like, the cutscene's like, but what about all of these other people that you found inside of the castle? And I was like, I don't give a shit. My job was to beat that guy's ass, and I did it. So, wipe yeah. my hands clean. Job well done. <laughs> I, I think I got the same ending, and then I went back to try to get better endings. And I got stuck somewhere where I needed to grind to level up a bunch. Yeah, I'm not something effectively. I I just I've had a lot of fun like solving the puzzles and going through it. There was only one thing that I was ever confused on, and that was just because I I never had anyone mention to me what I was to do, so I didn't know I had to go talk to a person. Mm, yeah. Uh, but then I did that and I was able to continue onward and that was fine. Uh, but I like it. It's a lot of fun. I may go back and try to do the full thing in a few months, but for now I'm good. Um, also, uh, I did grab Fall Guys after your glowing review from the last episode. Uh, Mm. and I like it. It's great. I've put a couple hours into it and I finally got my first crown Nice. nice. That was that was a a great ending to my night last what, night. What uh what game was the final game? Uh it was the tower climb. Like it was the the like race to the Just like, like the fall mountain, like big crown at the end. Yeah, exactly that yeah. one. Um so that was cool. That was that was a very fun game because I was playing with one of my buddies and I was complaining to him that I was like, man, I never win the team games. And then sure enough, we had like right at the end, we had a team game. It was like six V six. It was really small. And I was like, this is weird. Um, but it was like the soccer one. And when there's not like 30 people on the field, it's so much easier to score. <laughs> so I was just dunking on the other team. I scored six goals myself. Nice. Like our team just wrecked the other team, and then we had the the final climb, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Like I really enjoyed that. That was that was good. Uh, and also, um, you know, I I've I will get to it uh, in, in our future news, but I've seen some sneak peeks of Fall Guys season two. So uh, 
that that'll be you know tease listen in <laughs> later i'll talk about that um do we do oh and uh i guess the last specific demo thing that i played uh was they played the tony hawk pro skater one and two demo because i needed tony hawk in my life and it's fun it is it is great to pick up a controller and be able to pull off combos that I used to do as a kid on like the N64 and just be like I still got it. I'm still worthy. Like yeah, it feels good and it has most of the same soundtrack. So I well, the demo only has four songs, which is right. not a lot I can go on, but they did say that it has a lot of the same soundtrack, and it's nice listening to some of the songs, and I was like, oh yeah, I recognize this one from 1 and 2. And There must have been some that they didn't get the licensing for. I'm yeah. sure there was. They also added some new stuff. Like, there's, there's one that is very, I was like, it's not Kanye West, but it sounds real Kanye West, and I was like, there is no hmm. way in hell this is on the original. <laughs> um, And I really like that song, so I was like, this is good. It's you no, know, it's just good music, good times trying to, you know, just skate around and do tricks. Um, it looks pretty. It's a Tony Hawk. I don't I don't like I don't know what else you want out of this. And for forty dollars, I'm just like, yeah, this is worth it. This'll this'll hundred percent be worth my time and money. Um do we want to go into the Marvels demo now, or you want to do that on like a bunch of us have played it? I mean, we pretty yeah, much talk about it. Probably talk All right, about yeah. Well, then his... let's let's just knock it out now. Um, thank you to Jake for texting me that this was <laughs> available to people that didn't pre-order it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, the unfortunately, Jake didn't get to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I downloaded it on Monday, booted it up, and failed to connect anything. I just noticed I in my Steam client it says Jake played Marvel's Avengers beta for the first time, August twenty fourth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh. to see. The beginning of the loading screen. Good stuff, <laughs> buddy. It's that's fine. Um, to see it. Yeah, I I thought it was just I saw Alex was playing it and I thought it was just for people that pre-ordered it. And then uh, Jake texted me and I was like, oh no, I can play it. So I I downloaded and played it. Uh, and I don't know how far everyone else got with their run-throughs, but I put about three hours in and got to. I was doing missions. I was, I got to like the war table. And I was doing missions right. with random people online. Um, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, it, I I don't think that this is a very good game. It's a. I think the story is at least a little interesting of kind of like getting the Avengers back together after uh, obvious. Like I feel like that's it's a, it's definitely a trope of comics that you've seen before. But I was like, sure, I really like playing. Uh, Camilla Khan, even though I know a lot of people didn't like playing her, I enjoyed that. I thought she was like a great. It's really nice that she was like freaking out about stuff that they put into the game because she was like, "Oh man, look, it's Tony Stark's like Mark One armor piece," and I'm freaking out about it because I see that. But she's all because she's like uh, an Avenger nerd, so she like was talking about that and like how she always like, "Oh yeah, I have to update my you know Avengers fan fiction," and I was like. I love her. She's adorable. Uh, I don't know why everyone was giving her shit. I loved playing her. I thought her character was a lot of fun. Um, but as far as the gameplay goes, I thought it's uh, it doesn't feel any different no matter what character I play, which I thought was bad. 
because their whole thing was just like, you know, oh, yeah, you can totally make it feel different. And, you know, it, it goes to whatever your play style is. And I was like, it doesn't. You know, yeah. if there's a dude with a shield, you got to use a heavy attack. If there's light dudes, you can do whatever attack you want. If there are ranged people, you got to break. Like, there, it doesn't fit to any play style. So that's just bullshit. And no matter who you play, it feels exactly the same uh, because it takes exactly the same amount of, you know, uh, uh, button presses to beat people up. And I think that's really weird because when I'm playing the Hulk, you know, the Hulk mm -hmm. with his huge ass muscles, I shouldn't have to beat someone up by pressing my light attack three times the same way that I would if I was playing widow or camilla khan or anyone else like it's like everyone has the same thing and i was just like to beat up a regular baddie three light attacks and i was like no i'm playing the hulk it should be one attack because i'm the fucking hulk yeah like, the, only, the problem with that scenario is though like you make a character that strong that's the only one anybody will play because they'll just completely wreck the game i mean they'll just walk through it no problem and, and but, I understand that but that's why you have things that are different like yes, yes you have that's that the issue but then he can't do range well. But the fact that you have it balanced that he can do everything as well as everyone else, like that's where it's weird. Well, because I, yeah. I, he I gets to basically one shot small enemies by picking them up and using them to slam them into other people. That seems pretty like a pretty fair balance for his lack of range. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know. It, it just was something that I, I didn't, you know, I played the Hulk and I didn't feel like the Hulk, and I was very sad about that. And I, I honestly, after playing it, wanted really make to play. You feel like the Hulk. Uh, we almost <laughs> made it without making that joke. We were very close. <laughs> I, I, I honestly finished that demo and was eager to boot up any of the lego versions any of the lego games that are marvel mm. based or also uh ultimate alliance it's the same it's just you know third person beat em up view you do do what like there was nothing new or neat about it and i i definitely left with a very bad taste in my mouth i'm glad i'm not spending money on this thing i think alex made the best point he just said you know, this is just not a $60 game. Like, it's a quality game. There's good content, but it's not really worth 60 bucks. I think the difference from many of the games that you mentioned, Owen, is uh, production value, definitely. The spectacle is something to be admired, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think uh, I didn't really fault it for, like, not letting Hulk one shot everybody because like how do you build a game around that like right. of course it's a video game you gotta balance it um i think the differences in the characters come down to their special abilities and their movement that's basically the only differences between them yeah, yeah. like hulk you could leap around uh miss marvel you could like swing with her stretchy arms you could like grapple to enemies with widow and uh yeah i don't know like iron man you could f literally fly around yeah like those are those are all just very distinct differences in the characters and it, they'll probably become even more distinct once they have the additional skill trees in there because you only yeah. allowed yeah. to use one and i think there's three or something they talk yeah, about there's I, I read there's three skill pages per character yes. and it's only one that you got to see in the demo so yeah so 
It very well might add some more diversity among the characters. And even like I paid, I played for eight hours, and most of that was on Miss Marvel. So I got pretty deep in the skill trees, and even just unlocking some of that stuff added a lot of variety to combat. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine that it will get a lot deeper on other trees. Um, and then there's the what do you what, what what. I was just going to say, all I could think about when I played her was the guy you play when you play uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors, when you just oh, have Luffy? a giant fist and you're... Yeah. For oh, some reason, weird that's... point of reference. <laughs> that's <laughs> very strange, yeah. I played that game for such a short amount of time, but that's just like what came to mind while I was playing her. Like, that game, make a big fist and you bring people. that game up so often. I, I don't know like. why. You do, you do bring it up a lot. I don't know why. You loved it. <laughs> I hated it. He loved it. He loves One Piece. He's seen all the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> all 600 and so. Yeah. It's really uh, only 600. That, that feels low. Probably, it's probably more. Things I didn't like, so we didn't even talk about how they're trying to make this like a destiny or like a live service, live service game, essentially. And there is loot that you can find around the levels and you can slot it into your, your gear and make yourself more powerful to take on harder challenges. But the thing is, like, you can slot gear, but it doesn't change your appearance at all, which I think is kind of weird. Yep. Um, because I feel like they want to sell cosmetics to make Probably. make you look different. Like there is a menu in there that you got some free currency for the beta. They're like, we're giving this amount of currency to everybody for the beta, so they can experience like the store too. And you can go get like costumes for your people, and that's how you're gonna change your appearance. Like instead of finding a new wristband for your person and having that appear on your character, it's you got to go buy a wristband. Which I think is not great. Yeah, very not great. Especially if it's going to be a sixty dollars game. Yeah, right. Yep. Like if you're going to milk the entire community like that, at least make it half price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh, the other thing is like, I, I could see myself being like, yeah, I'm on board to play through the story, but them trying to make it a service game and wanting me to like grind out online missions forever to like upgrade my gear is not super appealing i think also, i think the core gameplay is just not good enough to make it a live service game yeah if it was like a 12 hour story like. or something and i could play through it and be done with it was and it, it had the production value of that first mission mm-hmm. yeah because of the fact that you got farther in did did you feel like those upgrades actually anything to your character yeah yeah there's definitely like you get to epic gear that'll have like three different perks on it and it's like it's stuff like you grab an enemy and now you're going to be doing um some sort of damage type to them while they're you're holding them and then like certain like proc effects like i was getting stuff where my defense will be boosted by a ton if something specific happened to me um just weird stuff like that and i would i would see the effects go off on my character from time to time where i'd get like an aura or something like that yeah i think a couple times we were playing together and you did something and it like boosted my uh cooldowns on all my abilities yeah so there's definitely yeah (laughs) that's nice that way alex can get all the spotlight exactly yeah Yeah, that that was the the game did it just feel a lot better when you were playing you know co-op versus just solo well no 
because <laughs> of a few reasons. There's no indicator of where your allies are. Yeah. Why, would, why would you bad. do that? Zero indicators. So I would be like, oh, there's a chest over here. And he's like, where? And I just start jumping and <laughs> yep. hope that he can see me. Yep. Yeah, that was, that was real bad. That was very bad. Every, every time I had a random teammate instead of just an AI, and I would they would just go off to a chest, and I was like, I don't know where they are. I don't know what they're doing. I can't help them. I'm just yeah. going to go to the objective and hope I find them later. The reason I have there's even like sort a of... couple puzzles where you got to like go find things in the environment to solve this little puzzle to open up an area and get a chest or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, the button's over here. There's one button over here. And he'd be like, where? I'd be like, well, I don't. I can try to describe where I am, but that's it. But yeah. Is there some sort of like in-world reason for not having character indicators? Or is it just no, like... Zero. Okay. Yeah, no. I honestly there thought there should would be. There should be no reason. They got like communicators and stuff. Should be very easy. Yeah, I mean, easy. all of them in all of the movies are talking to each other constantly. Yeah. No matter the distance away from each other they are. And, and you're can... always talking to Jarvis, basically. So yeah. you should be able to just pinpoint your location. You would think. Have you considered that you need to get the pinging piece of gear? You need to buy it from the <laughs> oh, store yeah. Yeah. in game <laughs> currency, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's um, not great. I'm I mean, a puzzle stuff. I thought, I thought the puzzle things were pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed those. It was uh, a nice break from the combat. Yeah, there's there's definitely like missions that me and Caleb will go on and there's like a waypoint off to the left and we're like, but we're going to go look at this building over here to the right. Yeah. And usually it's worth and then, it. Yeah, usually it's like some sort of uh, puzzle to get into the building and like save a person or something. Hmm. And they're pretty, they had some variety in this. So that was yeah, that was cool. They did. Um, one time I was playing by myself and a little radar popped up on my screen that was like honing in on something and I like tracked it down instead of going to the objective and I found like a, so you actually have an in-game radar. Well, this, this was like a special thing that like popped up. It was just like a, okay. You're 83 meters away from something. I don't know. It didn't didn't say. Okay. Okay. And so like, as I moved closer, it was like hot, cold sort of thing. It would get closer. And then I found this little node that unlocked this vault and it was like, cool you you found the vault thing there's probably another one somewhere based on this thing and then when i went back out to the world map after that mission was over i had a secret mission that wasn't unlocked by default that was back in the winter area that you got to play through in the start of the story stuff Hmm. and it was like a go crack the vault mission where me and caleb played through it and we had to like fend off people and input codes and stuff while this vault was Oh. EMP blasting and stuff. It was pretty cool. It was a cool mission. Yeah. Now remind me that radar that pops up. It has yeah. it has like a radar yep. thing with yeah. nothing on it. Yep. That serves zero purpose. Yeah. Right. It's just like okay, a little symbol sure. to get you to be aware <laughs> of it. I feel like it. it takes up a decent amount of space for for for, for serving no purpose really. Yeah. I, I don't know. All in all, odd. I think that it's a game that I'll probably get in a Steam sale at some point and play through yeah. the story and yeah. be happy with it. And if they make multiplayer better, just simply adding an indicator of where they are would be a great step. It'd probably be pretty fun to play a co-op. Derek is probably cursing us all right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love Marvel and I really wanted this to be like the Marvel game and it is not. Yeah, I think they're trying to make it that way. Like there, There's all these leaks for 
there's like 15 characters that were leaked that they're going to add to the game at some point. Of course, we know Spider-Man's coming next year, but only on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> but there's like 15 other characters that they had some sort of stuff in the files that people found. They should add Spider-Gwen, and then no one can be upset on PlayStation. <laughs> That's a good upset. idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we know you played a lot of Avengers. What else have you played, Alex? Yeah. Um, so in other betas, you know what? I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, actually. Oh. Nice job! Wow. Well, you just talk about it right now, and then tell me when it's over. You know, (laughs) I'll just I'll just cut it out because I always cut out the things you guys tell me to cut Uh, out. It's not under NDA. Not under NDA. I can talk about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, (laughs) God, we're gonna get sued. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, The New World preview event is happening right now. So, New World is Amazon's MMO that they're putting out. Oh. Um. Originally, it was supposed to be released August 2020. Hey, that's uh, now. That is now. Instead, mm-hmm. they're doing a preview event, and it's coming out next year sometime. <laughs> because they had to push it back because it Good just job, wasn't done. Though. I guess. Sure. Just like everything that's getting pushed back, mm-hmm. this this was a well as well. Uh, it's really interesting to me because it's not an MMO like you would usually think of an MMO. It is basically like they're trying to apply third-person action game mechanics to an MMO. Like, uh, I think it's really awful to just compare everything to Dark Souls, but, like, Dark Souls combat, I guess, without a stamina bar. So it's like the Dark Souls of MMOs. <laughs> Sorry, you're it is, it is, like, active, you're swinging a sword, and it has to connect for you to do damage, and you have a block button that puts up a shield, and you have a dodge roll, and stuff like that you know so it's not like click on the target and press skill buttons to make them happen like most other MMOs Mm -hmm. and like I feel like the major difference is MMOs have logic on if your ability hits a thing or not despite if it looks like it should or not which uh which comes up in the other game I was playing, which is Final Fantasy fourteen. But like if you use an ability on something in an MMO, usually it's gonna hit it, no matter if it's like moved out of the way or if you're like now out of range or whatever. But if like when you activate the ability, it should have hit them, then it's going to. But with like actual live combat from like a regular game, it's weird. I don't know. And it's still an MMO. There's still tons of people running around you're taking quests from people. Uh, it's got a cool setting. It's like a, like a Spanish Crusades era type stuff. Oh, and you very often. Yeah, you're you're like on this ship, trying to go to this area, which everybody's like, "Yo, if you go to that area, your ship's gonna crash. It's bad news." And for whatever reason, it's mysterious. There's something to do with the captain of the ship. He has a box that's glowy. They're like, you got to take this box that's glowy over to that place. And they're like, <laughs> you're like, all right, cool. And then the ship crashes, of course. And then now you're on this like island settlement where there's like survivors from all the ship crashes. And there's like tons of ship wreckage on shore and everything. And uh, there's like some supernatural stuff going on. There's like um, these drowned sailors that are like, 
resurrected and trying to kill you and stuff. And I don't know. It's weird, weird setting, but cool gameplay so far. You get um, active abilities that you can use, like a shield bash and whirlwind attack and all that kind of stuff. And it's got kind of some light uh, survival elements, sort of like they had me craft food in the beginning. So that that's like, Instead of potions, you have food that you can eat to like get your health back. And your dodge roll does have a stamina meter. I don't know. It's a weird game. <laughs> I have to play more of it. Uh, yeah, and then the other thing I've been playing is Final Fantasy fourteen, which I'd played a little bit before last podcast, but I didn't feel qualified to talk about it yet. And um, now I feel like I'm okay to talk about it. I've played like <laughs> 20 some odd hours. Um, wow. level 20 something, 24, 25. Um, that is an MMO, like in the traditional sense, real true um, MMO. Yeah, it is a tab targeting spell rotation, uh, tank DPS healer MMO, hmm. but it's got. A good story is what everybody always says that you should play this game because the story is amazing. Um, so I'm trying to just play to see the main story quest. And to that point, to that end, I think they do a good job because I'm pretty much only playing story quests and my level is keeping up with the pace of what the story quests expect you to be. And there's still like tons of side quests I can go do, but like. I'm basically just mainlining it and it's like, yeah, you're going to just play through the story like an RPG. Do you have to play one through 13 to have an understanding of what's in 14? <laughs> no. 14 is interesting though. Cause this is technically the second iteration of 14. So it's 14 uh, too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's final wow. fantasy 14 online, a realm reborn instead of, Final Fantasy 14 online because they originally put out Final Fantasy 14 and everybody hated it. Yeah. So they decided they got this new uh, lead for the studio, new producer, new director, whatever you want to call him. And he was like, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put out consistent patches for Final Fantasy 14. And then in the background, without telling anybody, we're going to build an entirely new MMO over the next two and a half years and we're just going to replace it. We're just going to replace Final Fantasy 14 with this new game. And everybody was like, you're insane. And this is the, uh, I mentioned, I watched a three part documentary about Final Fantasy 14 mm -hmm. to Aaron mm -hmm. and people. Jesus. This mm -hmm. dude. How long was it, Alex? How long was it? I mean, it? they're, they're like 45 minute. Yeah. Parts. Okay. That's not too that. bad. This dude literally micromanaged his entire team down to like the minute that they were spending working on what they were doing every day in order to get this MMO complete in two and a half years. No normally MMOs without ke keeping a live service up to date take like five years to make. This dude somehow managed to squeeze out an entire game in two and a half years while keeping up to date the one that was already on the market. That is insane. And on top of that, put this like the new game exists in 
like the storyline of Final Fantasy fourteen. Like the 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 end of the old game is like the moon crashing into the world, and like Bahamut like coming out of it and destroying everything, and then like a new world is born out of it, and that is. Is reborn? Yes. <laughs> a, a realm reborn. <laughs> like they t- they talk about in the story of the game that I'm playing through right now. They talk about the calamity, and the calamity is literally the destruction of the old game. Oh my god! This takes wow. place in the Bastion universe. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I think, the calamity I think that's was so the thing cool. that happened in Bastion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we got yeah, it. Yeah. For anyone who didn't play Bastion or just doesn't remember that one random detail. <laughs> <laughs> from that super old game yeah it was mm-hmm. a good joke everyone laughed it's fine i'll put some like a laugh track in there thank you that would yeah. help me All so right. much yeah i got you don't worry yes, they wouldn't be lying about everyone laughing so mm-hmm. i think i think the story is a big reason to play it um it's it's been pretty good so far it seems like it's picking up now i've just joined this secret society dedicated to destroying these godly creatures that Realms. could potentially destroy the world <laughs> so there's that um on top of that though the mechanics of how the game's set up is pretty interesting um normally in an mmo you pick a race and a class and that's your thing forever um this game you do pick a race and like your appearance and stuff and that's that's who you are but you can play any class you want like on the fly and when i say on the fly i mean like to the point where you can set up a hotkey to switch all of your gear and abilities and stuff wow um so i don't know it's it's their job system is what they call it so you it's not classes it's jobs but you can literally like like your job is linked to what primary weapon you're using and if you switch that then now you're a different class and they level independently so you can be a level 30 arcanist and then be like i want to check out what a gladiator's like and then just like switch over and start leveling a gladiator from level one on the same character. And then weird. once you've done that a bunch, you start getting like cross class skills that will like, you need levels in both this class and this class to get this skill. That's interesting. That's kind of cool. So, yeah, it's like stuff that would, that would make sense to be part of both of those classes. So that's pretty neat. Um, I, of course, have been playing a lot of Overwatch. Uh, played the Avengers demo. We talked a little bit about that. So, um, one of the two things I've been playing, I played some more Other Side, which is that turn-based tactical roguelike game where blood is like the uh, method by which you can achieve things. And it has a dynamic timeline system. It is a really cool game. It looks really pretty. It is very repetitive at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was super excited about this game, but there's not a lot of dynamic changes over time with your characters and your playthroughs. Um, you're, you're constantly losing the daughters. And so you're like creating new daughters and you're like rebuilding them basically back up the way you had it before. Or if you just hated it, you're building the other sort of build with that class. And you're just playing through the same sort of subset of scenarios. There's only, I think there's only like three different things. There's hunt where you just kill everything. There's a rescue where you have to rescue this one thing and then, or this one little character. And then there's one where you have to go kill this one enemy before he just kills everything. Oh. That's it. You just rotate through those missions. You have a boss fight on occasion. Every, uh, let's see. It's like every seven, after every seven or eight missions, you have a boss fight. 
That's about it. Doesn't sound like a ton of replayability. No, sadly. Like I said, it looked good and it had potential, but I think it's just they didn't branch out enough. Plus, when you play in this, um, most of the missions are hunt. That's just by default. That's what you're playing. You're just defeating all the enemies. And if you know how to play the game, you know you can just wait on people to approach you. So you don't Mm -hmm. even have to move because when it starts the game, you don't start amidst people. You start like on the other side of the map and they start on the other side of the map or spread out enough where they can't immediately attack you. So you just position and wait. Which, sure. You just I mean, take them out one by one? Yeah. I mean, you piece them off, and it's cool because you can keep people alive for longer, but you don't really get any benefits to that, really, other than maintaining your character's health because mm-hmm. you can't heal them up. I don't know. It's, it's cool, but it's that, that part kind of is getting old. Uh, the other thing I've been playing is a little bit of Due Process, which just came out on beta. Um, strangely enough, it's like a... They call it an open beta, but it's not really an open beta. It's not an open beta. Yeah, it's like if you were part of the alpha, then you could be in the beta and it's free. But if you weren't, then you have to pay for it, like the full price of the game to be in the beta. That's a very sure. strange system, but whatever. Uh, Due Process is a game I've only been waiting like 20 years to come out. <laughs> um, it is a tactical first-person shooter, and it has procedurally generated maps and persistent weapons, which is the coolest part of the game. Uh, It's a lot like uh, Siege in the sense that there is a team on the inside of a building and a team on the outside of the building, and you're just trying to uh, arm a bomb or disarm a bomb or eliminate the enemy team. But the one thing that is very opposite of that is teamwork is beyond a must, um, primarily because of how you stock up with equipment. At the start of the game, if you're outside, you start in a police truck. Whatever you take round one is no longer there round two. So the mm. problem I ran into with playing online with people I didn't, nobody was talking is people would be like picking up clackers and picking up door charges, just Willy you know, nonchalantly, just everybody's picking them up. And then we run in and we blow up a bunch of doors and the next round comes up and it's like, well, we have no more door charges. So yikes, I guess yeah. we'll blow a wall open or we'll blow a door open with a shotgun because you can shoot some, some doors open with a shotgun. It's also um, worth pointing out the persistence works through rounds like if your team wins a round and you pick up guns oh, off yes. the enemy's bodies you carry that into the next round right so which means you can steal the enemy's equipment which is yeah. actually really beneficial because the police have tactical equipment the people on the inside are like molotov cocktails some razor wire shotguns not necessarily great equipment so they're just kind of like you know huddling down until they can pick up something that's great and then recover a little bit so that doesn't. So my concern with that would be that it would lead to very snowbally gameplay. Like one side wins once, and then they're almost guaranteed to win the next one because they also got better gear. Uh, it just kind of depends. I mean, the game is very fast paced. the The rounds are really quick. Um, time to kill is very short, and so most of the time, even if you're like your team is split up, like maybe you're tactically somebody's going to take a fire door while somebody's going to blow a hole through a wall because you're trying to two side them, and then you know shut off power or something. Even though that's the case, you're spread out. A lot of that combat's going to happen very quickly. Most of yeah. our rounds I was playing, it was once somebody started shooting, we blew a door. Somebody started shooting. It was thirty seconds to a minute before the round was over. Wow. If that, yeah, they're very the gear, fast. The gear is balanced between each side because otherwise, you know, the defenders are just too strong or the attackers are too strong. Right. So it's not like you're picking up a bunch of gear and getting super overpowered or anything. Oh yeah, it's just no. different tactics. Really, gotcha. it just allows you new tactics that you didn't have before you won the round. Right. Right. 
it's a really cool game, but I don't think it's a game you can play unless you're communicating with your teammates. That yeah. is a must, really. Uh, Caleb, how about you? What have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing a bunch of uh, Mortal Shell. Enough, enough to have completed it once. Or completed it once. Wow, that was a word. That was a word. Um, mm -hmm. So Mortal Shell, you probably heard about it if you're into Dark Souls games at all. Uh, it's a new Souls-like game. It's like a 12 to 15 hours of playtime somewhere in there. Uh, but it's it's sort of new idea is there's this move you can do uh, called hardening, which is where you just harden. Oh yeah, I do that one. The character mm. show. Uh, and you <laughs> deflect yeah, whatever blow comes next. And it allows you to do things like use it mid-swing, and then if you hold it long enough, you start regaining stamina, you start regenerating stamina again, and the enemy hits you, and you follow through with your swing, and you hit them, and you can like continue comboing them. So it allows you to be a lot more aggressive than um, an actual Dark Souls game. Except it's, for Bloodborne. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I, I probably put it on par with aggressiveness between the two. Hmm. It's 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 definitely faster than Dark Souls. It's probably it's similar, I think, to Bloodborne. Uh, it actually kind of it kind of sounds like how Neo does it, where like you can get your stamina back really quickly hmm. in the middle of like a combo or whatnot. Sure. Um, but it's it's kind of it puts you when you first start. It puts you in this big hub area that's pretty hard to decipher there's no map you just kind of got to figure it out kind of like uh one of the swampy areas in the dark souls Ugh. so it's the first area is kind of rough eventually you kind of figure it out after you've been working through it but sort of the way the story plays out is there's a central hub and then there's three spokes off of it that lead to different areas and you need to go through and complete every area to get this gland from some kind of creature Gland? and bring it back and then it opens a final boss fight <laughs> gland yeah this sounds gross it, it does like, yeah. so it mean, sounds like you gotta cut it out uh -huh. or something uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's got it's got not a ton of content compared to like a dark souls you only have four shells they're called shells you inhabit these different ones and that determines your health your stamina and your resolve which is the resource you use to parry uh, there's also only four weapons. And the real issue with the weapons is they don't give you very many upgrade materials. So you got to kind of pick early between... you got to basically cut off two weapons early and decide you don't want to use them. Because you're not going to have enough upgrade materials to do more than two weapons. That seems like a maybe an odd choice. I don't particularly like that. But I guess it, it offers replayability, because then you can go through and play with another weapon, I, I suppose. But that's not well, great. But the core gameplay is a lot of fun. The hardening mechanic makes it really enjoyable. Makes combat really enjoyable. It's also worth mentioning, even though it's way shorter than a Dark Souls, it's also half price. It's like 30 bucks, I think. That's true. That's a very Which good point. Because at bucks. first I was like, wow, this game doesn't sound very good. Uh, but when I actually looked at like the store page, I was like, oh, it's 30 bucks. Yeah. That's really good, actually. Yeah. So. Uh, you can also play a loot in it. So that's always nice. And I didn't realize this for a ways in, but I started playing the loot randomly, and it just attracts enemies from around, mm. from wherever they are, brings them to you, which could be very bad. Do they, like, but... toss a coin to you, or...? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's pretty solid. I'll, I don't know if I'll play through again or not. We'll see, I guess. 
Uh, I've also been playing some of a game called Dreamscaper, which is a roguelike. It almost feels like a... A roguelike? Maybe, maybe like a Persona Light. Persona Light. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll explain a little bit and you'll, you'll get what I, I'm saying. Um, so regular roguelike mechanics, uh, kind of like a isometric beat-em-up almost style. Uh, kind of Hades-ish, I guess. A little slower paced. Uh, but similar. And that is what you do when you're sleeping, because you're dreaming. Um, and then after you complete a dream, which is basically completing a level of the roguelite dungeon, you wake up, and then depending on how well you did, you have more time during the day. Mm. And the time you can spend walking around talking to people around town, getting to know them, and then doing so gives you different buffs you can choose between for the next time you go into the dungeon. Or unlock new abilities. Okay. I, so you I see, see what you were saying. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was wondering how far off you would be because I don't think you've ever played Persona. No, but I have played uh, Three Houses, and I've okay. heard yeah. huge comparisons between the two. So yeah, Three Houses is very Persona y. Yeah. So it seems pretty interesting so far. I'm only like an hour and a half in. I need to play a decent more, but I I haven't played much of it because I played like an hour and then I re- I opened it back up and my save was gone so that oh. was very disappointing oh no <laughs> yeah it also doesn't work great with my controller it's got to be plugged in not just connected so why that's, that's not great i don't know but if you're playing it and it's not directly plugged into a usb it'll like the game starts stuttering and then the controller disconnects for about three seconds and then it'll reconnect and that's uh-huh. terrible uh-huh uh-huh yeah that's awful yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But the game itself, pretty fun. I'm uh, I'm having fun with it. It's got some. It's got that roguelike feel where you like stacking up various different buffs that eventually get kind of out of hand. It seems like. Uh, I have been playing a little bit of Gloomhaven. I finally picked it up. I hadn't actually owned it. I've been playing it off Alex's account for the a while. The board game or the video game? The video game. Yeah, the video game. Okay. Because uh, I knew they added this, the new guild mode, and I wanted to try that out. And man, the intro to that is very long. <laughs> I feel like I played it for two hours and like finally made it through where it's like, hey, you can just play the game now. You don't have to go to these specific missions that we're telling you to. And you can actually pick your characters. They need to make so sure for people that don't know how to play Gloomhaven, they can I, step them through it. I even skipped the part. <laughs> it, it's, it's like, do you want to play a, yeah. you want a tutorial for how to play Gloomhaven? And I was like, no, yeah. I know how to play Gloomhaven. I'll skip that. And then it was another like two hours as it like built up the characters one mission at a time. Oh. I'm like, this is a, maybe a little too. Well, they want to. The tutorial is like mechanics. And then like the next part is like introduction to how the characters play. Yeah. Each of the characters individually. Yeah. So it's a little much. I don't think it needs that for the base characters. Really? The Spellweaver. I get it. Do it. For, do one for the Spellweaver. That's good. The other ones, I feel like don't really need it. Nearly well, as they, much. They just really want you to experience the level of complexity you're going to get if you go play yeah. the board game. That's what they really want. Yeah, and the first mission you play, they're like, hey, you're playing alone. You probably only want to bring two characters because that's <laughs> going to get really complicated and the missions yeah. get harder with more characters. I'm like, yeah, that seems like a good idea. Um, I also played the demo for the new Out There game. I don't know if you guys remember Out There. Uh, it's like the space exploration game. Oh, I remember. 
flying around to planets and drilling into them to get resources, and then they have small events that occur that you kind of play out. I will, I will not forget you being like the first person to beat the demo at PAX and getting yeah. a book. Probably, probably, probably the only because it was like midday on a Sunday. Yeah, and I was the first Dude person was to like, beating it. He didn't even have anything to give you. He's like, ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, here, ha- uh, a have book. a book. Good job. <laughs> was it just like a book he was reading? I don't know. It looked like just like there was a stack of books. I don't know if it was there because he was reading it, or like it was decor Did he for the steal booth? someone else's book. <laughs> Maybe. Good question. I don't know. Oh, uh, but I, I found this today actually, and I played the demo today. The demo is pretty bare bones, um, but it's got basically all of the mechanics from the previous previously existing out there, and then it adds some new features. So the primary ones are you now have a crew. That you nice. can uh, gain new ones over time through various events. And when you go down to a planet, you can explore the planet on like a hex grid. And so you spend, you send your crew out and they all have like various abilities that help explore. That's cool. And you move them around the map and explore various locations, get resources and whatnot. They're kind of just expounding upon like the current mechanics. Yeah, it's basically they've taken what they already had and they've just made some sections a lot bigger. That's and really cool. expanded on them. That seems pretty cool so far. Like I said, the demo is super bare bones. Um, but I think I only this today's the first day I'd heard about it, so I don't know if they announced it before or not. I assume you're playing this like off Steam. This is not like the yeah. phone app version. No, off Steam. Okay. No. Okay. Do you have like that guy's number so you could get another book? Yeah, he wrote it in the book, actually. <laughs> yeah, I did beat the beta, so you know. Or the demo. You're like, hey guy, send me the full thing. I'll just yeah. beat it again, then you can send me another book. <laughs> I need a book. Uh, but that's uh, it for me. Let's uh, let's jump into some other game-related things. Uh, most importantly, Gamescom uh, started on when was that? Today, yesterday, today. Started it starts today. today. Started today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, lots of new news there. Um, but who, who wants to talk about this? Who watched most of Gamescom? I watched the opening night stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if opening anyone night else live did. Or yeah. But I watched no, it's it Saturday Night um, Live. <laughs> <laughs> because Gamescom and, you know, like everything else was all vir- is all virtual. Um, you know, there's right. no actual conference happening or anything. So it was just kind of a guy in front of the screen being like, look at all this stuff, uh, which is a bit weird. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, there was a bunch of new th- games and things that they were showing off. Uh, one of the things that I got very excited about was they are adding a Star Wars pack into Sims 4. So you can like go to Batu and have Star Wars characters and have these kind of Star Wars adventures because you can't actually go to Batu right now since Disney World is, you know, in somewhat limited shutdown right now, I guess. They, they opened back up at least, I think, like last month, but it's still hard to go outside. So uh, oh, I, I swear was... they could add something Star Wars related to the worst reviewed game on Steam. And you'd be like, <laughs> I am so pumped about this. I love this Star, Star Wars stuff to Fallout 76. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so there is that. They had some info on Destiny's new expansion. So I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally gave a date to the World of Warcraft Shadowlands expansion that was you know in the future of this year was the deadline they kept saying uh and now we know october 27th world of warcraft shadowlands is actually coming out um there was season two of fall guys 
uh, teased, and so there was a trailer for that. Uh, it, the season two is all medieval themed, so you can dress your little fall guy up as a dragon or a knight or a witch or a wizard or whatever. Um, you, so you have so far failed to mention the most important announcement. <laughs> oh God! Which is what? it's the bridge constructor Walking oh Dead spinoff. Yeah, what is that? What? That's the yeah. most important nice. announcement of the. Remember that game they came out when they were like, "Oh, Bridge Constructor Portal." Yeah, yeah. they like doing spinoffs for Bridge Constructor, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah now it's what? Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's got a live action trailer. Yep. Yeah. What? Why? Because <laughs> they gotta is? build those bridges. There's a guy, and he walks into like a broken down warehouse, and he finds a generator, and he turns it on, and he plugs in his computer, and then he starts playing this game, presumably. <sighs> oh my! And then zombies Lord. show up. That's the trailer. Nice, Jeez. solid, <laughs> so solid sick. trailer. Oh. Um, they also did all... announce uh, Doom Eternal's um, The Ancient Gods Part oh, yeah. 1, which is yep. the DLC. They showed a minute and a half long trailer. Uh, it looks, looks cool. pretty much like Doom Eternal. doesn't look like Apparently. they've introduced a ton of new enemies. It looks like you're going to fight the boss before the final boss, or like iterations of that. Apparently, they're not adding any new weapons or skills, because... <laughs> And I, I, was, I was watching some interview, and people were like, well, they're not doing it because the game is, quote, perfectly balanced, and so adding anything <laughs> in new would mess with the balance. Oh, yeah, oh, the wow. game is I'm like, balanced, oh, yeah, huh? good excuse. Yeah, yeah. it's just, okay. it happens that that's also way, way easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of disappointing, but... The I mean, game the core is too game good already. It's good. So. Very solid game. You know what they should? They should have just taken some stuff away. <laughs> you know? No more yeah. bullets. You know, I, get, exactly. I, no no bullets. more bullets. I feel like this is... Well, I, I'm going to hope that this is attempting to recover from the ending of Doom Eternal. Because mm. the game that was a solid game until the final boss fight, which was just not good. Yeah, and it, lo it looks like in this, they are capitalizing on the boss before the last boss, which was a really good boss fight. And using that... I that one a lot better. Yeah, it was great. Um, but they're using those you know, similar style and mechanics, it looks like, to for your boss fights in the game, which I'm in for. I re recover from that. That last boss fight was just bad. Uh, uh, watching this trailer, trailer just makes me want to play Doom again. Yeah. <laughs> it know, looks right? fun. I know. That game is great. They have a new trailer for the uh, indie game 12 Minutes. Oh, yes. my gosh. This game has been forever. Cool. It's yeah. taken forever to come out. They were talking about that coming out early this year. The, the important part of the new trailer is that it's narrated by Willem Dafoe. Mm -hmm. And apparently and the game also now has Daisy Ridley in it. And, and James also, McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy. I was going to say... What are we talking about? So they made like a fancy cast minutes. out of it, I guess. It's like a time-bending game where you play it inside of an apartment. You have like a top-down view. And oh. you're kind of repeating the same events differently. Yeah. Mm. It's the same 12 time minutes over game. and over again. Yeah, the same 12 minutes. Interesting. It looks really neat. It looked neat when they had, I don't think they had a demo, but I feel like they showed some footage of it at PAX once. Mm. So just to be, this I isn't think... the 12th version of me. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> and, oh. Yeah, it's the 12th. How did you yeah. think? How did your minute mind go 12. there? Because it's the same idea. Minute, you have a minute. It's the same thing. The real problem is if you okay. up your frame rate, it's no longer 12 oh minutes. Oh my gosh. It's six minutes. <laughs> I'm so glad I finally figured that out. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, wasn't that minute that you yeah. figured that? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
this this one I'm I'm upset about. Um, I don't know if this was announced before, but Respawn's new game is a VR Medal of Honor game. Yes. Oh yeah, they announced that a while ago. Yeah. Okay, I must have missed that. I'm very upset. Can Can you just go back to Titanfall, please? <laughs> I mean, they've been working on that. Like, I feel like that's a side team or something because they've yeah. been doing that for a while. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say, looks like an interesting Medal of Honor game. I mean, the question on everyone's mind, though, can it beat Warfighter? <laughs> How are the beards is what I want to know. Yeah, tell me about mm. the beards. Is there a dog, maybe? Nope. No sound. Didn't, they didn't, didn't see any dogs. Am I a they tier one also, operative? Um, announce, or they, they showed a little bit of uh, Squadrons. They did. Mm. Yeah. I watched that. Is any, that game is looks that cool. Anybody's genre of game like yeah. anybody in this group play that type of stuff oh wait, yeah. you do alex I mean, i'll be interested in what's that one yeah. oh yeah it's a star wars game <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> well. what are say, it could have been a game about standing in a corner very quietly but if they said you were darth vader it would be owen's favorite game, game of the year. <laughs> a, you just hear I like darth star vader wars. breathing b i've been itching for a rogue squadron game for like years and then there's this and it's not rogue squadron but it's close enough and i'm still gonna enjoy it it's like a spiritual successor, it seems. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like that. You can be, what, Titan Squadron if you're the Empire or something like that. And I was like, all right, cool. Do I get to blow shit up in cool ships? Because that seems neat. Um, they did, they I'm more excited about like, the actual mechanics. Like They're showing stuff like you know, con- convert power to rear shields because yeah. you're, somebody's on your tail. And then, like, you know... That kind of I, system level stuff. I very well may buy a VR system specifically for that game. Of course you will. Because the the VR setup that they have, they're like, there's no HUD. It's literally just the same readouts that the pilots have. That's your um, HUD. That's what you got. Star Wars isn't real, so what do they mean by what the pilots <laughs> get? Because they don't get anything. So, like, like what does that mean? So, basically, um, if you recall episode four, when they're doing the trench run, and you see the kind of a, a shot of Darth Vader in his uh, uh, Starfighter, and it cuts and you see, like, how the X-Wing kind of moves in and out of this weird, like, 1980s looking screen. Like, that's it. That's what you get. Man, I feel like that's going to be super frustrating, but what do I know? Like, you can, you can see, you know, the things out the windows and everything, but then you've got, like, that little thing, in, that, that little computer screen in front of you. And I was like, yeah, this sounds amazing. Like, I want to get a VR set and sit down and just be in the cockpit of an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter and just start doing crazy shit. Like, I am... Oh man, it looks so cool. Like, I don't think they've said it specifically, but from some of the gameplay shots I've seen, it looks like there's possibly Newtonian physics in there too, which is pretty exciting. Like, you can uh, do stuff like accelerate one direction and then turn off the engines and then like flip around and shoot while you're still accelerating the opposite direction. Nice. That seems cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most uh, space sims don't have that. For whatever reason, I think it's a really cool feature, but it's very uh Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. Viper esque. But um, yeah, usually they just like wherever you're pointing, you're going. That's it. 
Yeah, I, mean, I, I imagine it's because getting flying to feet like space flying, especially to feel, feel like right. Spider-Man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just hard to do, you know? Yeah. And the easiest way is if you want to go a certain direction, you point there and you go there. Right. Uh, we also... should also probably mention um, Call of Duty. Do you know, I know to? that. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I know that none of us are like major fans, there's still a couple of Call of Duty light players in here, I would say. Um, plus, they had a really cool event, which Alex shared with me the other day. Maybe you want to talk about that, Alex, for a second. Sure, yeah. Um, to like announce the new game, like they announced like a pre announcement essentially, and then <laughs> uh, put in a special event in Warzone, which is the battle royale for current Call of Duty. Um, and so if you launched into this special event from the game, you had a special set of uh, objectives that you had to do instead of the normal gameplay. And you were like finding codes and decrypting a thing and finding a key and like all this kind of stuff like that in the game. And then eventually like the whole time you're getting like weird messages from somebody and eventually you hit a point where it's like you've unlocked the weapon and then it like loads into a trailer for the new game. And that's how they released the trailer for the first time, which is pretty cool. Hmm. That seems neat. Um, and then like when the trailer ends, the it, it was the f- the teaser trailer that loaded into when that ended, it was like something to do with like a nuke is going to come down and you had to race to the, to the stadium and you only had like a minute and a half to get there else you died. Yeah. Um, and then once you got there, like the new trailer dropped, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But the, uh, the new game looks pretty, pretty sick. Got Ronald Reagan in there. Yeah. yeah, it does. I I gotta say, sure. as much as I do not give a shit about Call of Duties, I did look at this one and I was like, okay, sure. Like that campaign it, looks it, fun. That campaign looks more fun than any Call of Duty that has been made in the past decade. So I was like, you have at least a little bit of my attention. Also, they were talking about on opening night live. They were interviewing a couple of people who worked on it. I think. But they're talking about how the game is going to have like branching narrative. Actually, that seems surprising and interesting. Some real surprise there is that it'll have narrative. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The older Black Ops games had like branching narrative. Yeah. Did they? They did. Which one? Like Black Ops 1 and 2, I think. Both. Mm -hmm. Did? I I don't remember one having branching narrative. I don't remember that. Maybe either. it wasn't one. Maybe it was just two. But I think it was it, just two. One of them definitely had branching narrative, and like hmm. everybody was like, "This is so cool," and then they never did it again. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, so they got it. I don't. So, so maybe you can explain something to me, uh, since you have played more Call of Duties and know a little bit more than I. I saw something that was talking about the quote-unquote new Call of Duty timeline. And how, like, apparently Black Ops splits a timeline of the Call of Duty franchise, and then there's, like, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 and a bunch of other games. And then this is, like, the split where it would branch from Black Ops 1 to this, and then a bunch of different games. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is... 
This is like a direct sequel to Black Ops 1. Has a bunch yeah. of characters from 1 in it. Sure, I mean, why not go back? What about the right. numbers, Mason? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the numbers will be back. The numbers! Yeah. Uh, the numbers were in, like, when you did the special event the the voiceover guy comes on and, and announces the countdown except uh, for the end of the countdown was like the sequence of numbers <laughs> from the game instead of like the actual like 10 to 1 nice that's really cool really cool maybe one of these days um, one of the one of the black ops will be as good as spec ops the line that's a tall order <laughs> interesting interesting thing about uh sales of call of duty um if you want next gen support, you got to pay more money. It'll be seventy dollars mm. for the versions that can handle that. Also, there's like ten different versions of this game. Oh man! Because there's so... there's like all right. If you want to buy physical and not digital, you can buy the PlayStation Four version. It only works on PlayStation Four. You can later decide if you get a PlayStation Five that you want to upgrade to the PlayStation Five version. That will be like a $10 cost or something like that to go from the $60 version to the $70 version. And you have to have your PlayStation 4 copy of the game in your system. So you have to have a disc version of the PlayStation 5. What? <laughs> and it'll download a digital version of, of the game for oh the PlayStation 5. Lord. If what? you have an Xbox and you get the Xbox version of the game physical, you cannot upgrade to the Series X version. <laughs> There's no way to do it. Wow. If you get the digital version on oh Xbox, going. you can upgrade for a fee. Wait, wait, wait. So PlayStation, you can only upgrade the physical copy. And Xbox, no. you can only upgrade the digital? You can still upgrade the digital version on PlayStation as well. I hadn't got there yet. There's too okay. many versions of the game. Yeah, if you get the digital sorry, version on PlayStation 4, <laughs> you can pay to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version. Alternatively, you can buy physical versions that are labeled quote-unquote cross-gen, which apparently have both versions of the game on the disc. What? So you can go buy a oh, cross-gen so version sad. on the Sony side that the disc works in both a PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation 5. How much more expensive it, is that? That is a $70 version. Oh, and you can there... do the same on Xbox where you have a cross-gen version of the Xbox version. That's $70. Is there a cross-play digital version? That there, is a cross, to both? there is a cross-gen digital version of each of those as well. <laughs> why does this have to be so hard yeah, <laughs> because they want to make money and for what it's worth call of duty games have been the highest selling game every year last decade except for when grand theft auto 5 came out that's it oh, man that's disappointing yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like i was gonna talk about because i thought remedy was doing it dumb with control but this is <laughs> yeah, completely puts them there. to shame yeah <laughs> I, didn't, I hadn't heard about any of this to clarify Grand Theft Auto 5 in 2013 and Red Dead Redemption 2 in 2018. Those are the mm. only two games that outsold Call of Duty games in the last decade. Oh, jeez. That's so... I there mean, is a... If you want more information, there's a, a giant FAQ that they put out. Oh, my God. That lists <laughs> all the ways you can buy the game and whether or not you'll be able to play them on future platforms. Why is If you're this wondering if you did a bad job, <laughs> if you have to put out a spreadsheet to explain your pricing structure, yeah. you've gone awry. You need to go back to the drawing board and think again. Uh, That's terrible. Before we get Listen, off Gamescom, there's yeah. one thing I want to bring up. That's, that's that they got Doc Brown, you know, from Back to the Future, in to announce the launch trailer for Surgeon Simulator 2. Why, why are they, they connected? I don't know. 
Because he's a, a doctor. White doctor? Vaguely explain doctor it, individual. Because but... he's a doctor, but not that kind of doctor. Yeah, no, he mentioned that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that came up. <laughs> I imagine yeah. anyone who is familiar with the character could have told you that. <laughs> yeah, actually, he was there to announce certain Simulator 2's yeah. launch trailer, which it came out today. That's weird. Very strange. It's epic exclusive, right? It is. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Considering how closely the first game was, like, wound up with Valve, mm-hmm. with, like, all the TF2 stuff and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And uh, there's another epic exclusive game that came out today. What was it the the Hello Games game? Yes. Forgotten the name of it now. Campfire, mm. something. The last campfire. campfire. The last campfire. Before we do leave Gamescom, though, there is one thing we need to talk about because otherwise, if we do not, Brock just won't listen to the podcast anymore. Oh no, uh, that's like half our listeners. Him, yeah. And and, and yeah, something that's he's the only related? one. Huh? Something Fallout related. No, Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. Oh, yeah. Right. No right. trailers, Duh. but they showed concept no. art and behind the scenes stuff. So, you know, yeah. it's coming. Concept art? I mean, shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was so serious. Apparently, they had well, some early, early game renders, too. They can't work full, full speed on Dragon Age because they're busy, like, remaking. Uh, oh, man, this is a good joke, but I forgot the title of the video game. Good job. Good job. Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, busy remaking that. They're gonna remake them. Are they still working on that? Oh yeah, for sure. Look, oh, here's the okay. thing. Why? Interesting. They put out like a it. thing not too long ago that they're like, "All right, we're gonna just not update this game for a while while we work on like version 2.0." Essentially, it really feels like maybe they should just call a loss a loss. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, they're gonna they're gonna redo the game. Like nobody knows what that means either. Are they gonna put out like an entirely new disc that you have to buy? Are they gonna give it to people for free that own the original game? Evolve two is, is it just gonna be like a really really big patch? Like nobody knows. Seems that like they just... should. Go ahead. I was gonna say it seems like they should just put their resources towards the one franchise Bioware has that hasn't been ruined <laughs> <No>. yet. <laughs> like maybe no. get one good one, so people are like, "Oh, Bioware still makes good games." <laughs> you know, maybe maybe I'm just talking crazy. You reminded me, like last week. The artifact beta 2.0 popped up into my library randomly. What? Oh, nice! <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, I guess boy. they are still doing that. Huh? Yeah, they're they're still remaking they that game. They Amazing. believe in it, yeah. like from the like totally remaking it. Yeah. While um, the original still for sale, I think. No what? idea. Yeah, you could totally Probably. still buy the original for twenty dollars if you want. Wow! wow. Collecting sure that can... money. Gosh, whatever, that is man. Uh, we talked about Epic a second ago, actually. We should probably mention this whole uh, Apple versus Epic thing that's going down right yeah. now. Yeah, I don't know. Have you guys heard about this? I've mm-hmm. seen screenshots of the like store page. It's fucking wild. So basically... We talked about them ripping Fortnite off the iOS store last podcast. Did we? Yeah, well, we did, yeah, yeah, we did talk about was that. Was that okay? So am I covering old ground then? Should we take this off? I don't, is there, this? I don't is know. there more stuff? I don't know. Than, well, that no. uh, Epic launched like a whole free Fortnite campaign mm-hmm. with oh, like no, that didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, they had yet. like a trailer and they compared the move. They were like, "Don't make 2020 1984." Yeah. Oh my! It God. was wow. very extra. Oh like, yeah. Insane. 
and then and they were they were calling upon the Fortnite gamers to not give in to Apple, like but not be Apple drones or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they had like a hashtag. Yeah, it was wow. a lot. It's insane. I don't understand. Did they call the Final Mouse team, the marketing team, and they were like, "Guys, we need some good content. We need you to just <laughs> give us something crazy, just out of the box." So we can shove it back in Apple's face. It'll be great. <laughs> I mean, man, like I just don't get it. And that, like they're suing Apple. I don't understand that at all. That oh, is like, so, ridiculous. So there is there is an update to that. Is that the judge has actually looked at this case, and uh, the judge <laughs> told Epic to shove it. Well, <laughs> they yeah. were like, nah. <laughs> the, I mean, yeah, it, they very clearly violated terms, they broke of, the terms yep. of service. Yep. They have no leg to stand on. <laughs> yeah. They're like, do you see that these rules wild. that you obviously broke? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so we're done, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what else does there need to be said? Uh, uh, let's talk about a couple we're, of games. So uh, hold on. What? Go ahead. You mentioned <laughs> Final Mouse. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it pertinent pertinent to uh, bring Explain up their that. newest stuff oh, that they've just. That's that's why I mentioned it. That... Go ahead. They uh they're putting out a new mouse apparently. It's gonna be wireless. Um there's just a couple of key tweets I just wanna oh, <laughs> zero in on here. There we go. This one from yesterday. I'm hyped on so much chocolate milk, my brain is shifting across every dimension. In each dimension the mouse has the same specs, thirty grams, thirty days battery. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, try to forget who changes the game so I can remind you. Wow. This, like, they're all, they're also extra. This, uh, the mouse weighs less than its wireless receiver. That's art. Mm, is okay. it? Is it? <laughs> Maybe, did they just make, like, a really heavy yeah, receiver? Is that <laughs> the trick? It's yeah. It's like five did. pounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm coming with some fire that will burn through the universe. Wow. This is dangerous. Time for free thinkers. Like, I don't know what they they're talking mice, about. Right? They make mice, right? They make mice. That's what they're, they're advertising. Weird, they're a weird company. I mean, their last one was about like getting outside, right? That was the whole Oh campaign. yeah, the yeah, the mouse is gonna change the way you yeah. live. They've, they just give somebody free reign to just like do whatever they want on their Twitter. Yep. This uh, take a night drive and come out the other side with your real self, a free thinker with flaws and emotions and energy to shift the consciousness. <laughs> what does that have to do what with mice? How does that have anything to do with mice? Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's enough final mouse tweets. We'll we'll <laughs> save some for next week. They're quality. Or two weeks from now. Uh let's talk about a couple games. Um first off, uh Deathloop. Uh got a delay. Oh, so that's man. that's the Arkham Arcane Studios. Arcane. I was like, Arkham's not right. That cannot possibly be it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. People behind Dishonored. So. I just wanted to bring it up because every game's getting delayed. So yeah, Deathloop added to the list. It was supposed to come out like fall this year, and now it's Q2 2021 well, with no specific date. Some games are getting delayed, but other games that have been around for a <laughs> long time, they're just like, hey, let's release new content. Like Left 4 yeah. Dead 2. What? Left 4 Dead 2. I just <laughs> randomly saw this today. Left 4 Dead 2 is getting new content. What um, new why? content? Uh, they haven't really said what it is, but it's it's um, a community-made expansion that Valve is publishing. 
Yeah, it's basically. It sounds like it's basically what happened with uh, Binding of Isaac, where they took a bunch of community mods, community content, put it in an official uh, DLC. It's called The Last Stand. So, okay. So part of me says, "Yay, new content." Part of me also looks at this and says, "So." You're basically taking credit for other people's work and saying, look, new stuff, everyone. Look at what we did. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, other games have definitely done that with community-generated content. Yeah, that's yeah. just odd. Valve does it a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. Valve does it, like, all the time. They love yeah. it. <laughs> it wasn't Team Fortress, uh, mm-hmm. like, somebody was making that and they just acquired them. Yeah. And we're like, all right, mm-hmm. we're making this now. Didn't the same thing happened with Left 4 Dead, right? Uh, you know, it sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> uh, that, was that how Dota? Yeah, Dota 2. Okay, wow. I thought so. That, there you Not go. Dota number 2, Dota also. Okay. To clarify. Dota <laughs> was a mod for Warcraft. Yeah. And it's like, alright, cool, Dota 2. Are we sure Valve makes anything? Do they even oh. make Steam? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe they just Somebody acquired else does it. Gaben's just like, hey, maybe something like that makes a bunch of money. The the lack of Portal Three, and 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 what is it? A uh, Half Life Three. I'm sorry. And well, so you were right they, on both, though. You, yeah, you you did pick the the two that they like they made. Yeah, not counting Artifact. I Portal guess. and Half Life. Yeah, you want to talk where's more about the Artifact? Sequel? Where's Artifact Three? We're all waiting. <laughs> artifact Two's coming. Gosh. Uh, also, a couple other things on here. One of these, I have no idea what this is about. Final Fantasy oh. Crystal Chronicles. I just wanted Ooh. to talk about the weird emulator <laughs> setup. Like, to, uh, so Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered came out today. Okay. And Sam and Cassie have been waiting patiently to play this game with me and Caleb on Switch. It only, came out. Oh. Yeah, on Switch and PlayStation. Oh, and PlayStation. I didn't know PlayStation actually. Yeah. Not Xbox for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. Weird. But they put out this game, and the original is kind of quirky because you played it on GameCube, and you had to hook up uh, Game Boy Advances yes. to the GameCube to be mm-hmm. able to play multiplayer. I remember um, doing this. So they remastered it and made it supposedly easier to play multiplayer. You can just play multiplayer online from your Switch. But they did the cardinal sin of making the host the only one that gets progress. Oh, yeah. 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 Why would you ever do that? I don't understand. No. Yeah, so, Far Cry. Why would you ever do that? You run into <laughs> issues like where the first pl- the host, you join the host and you go through the first dungeon, and then the people like that are not the host don't have the progress of the first dungeon, so they don't have the second dungeon unlocked. So now you have to switch host to a, a second player, I guess, and go through the first dungeon again and do that four times before you can move on oh to the next my God. thing. Yeah. It's That's even, unbearable. It's even worse than all of the other ones because you can't just join at any moment. You're going to have the progress. That's awful. Yeah, it's really bad. So instead of buying that, so instead of paying $120 to be able to play this game for mm-hmm. four copies, mm-hmm. um, we looked into emulation of the old version. Mm-hmm. And it turns out you can run uh, Dolphin GameCube em- uh, emulator and run the game and then also run four copies of a Game Boy Advance emulator and connect all those to the Dolphin emulator and play it that way. <laughs> Great. It's <laughs> super cool. Like double dipping into getting sued. 
about emulators and the game that you weren't supposed to talk about. <laughs> I won't even say the name, just in case. I will say that that we do have a physical copy of the game that we own, so mm. we're not illegal. Mm-hmm. Is that how mm-hmm. that works? We own a physical copy? I think if you own it, then you're allowed to make personal backups, right? No idea. If that's, that's the case. copyright law? Yeah, I don't know. Everybody always seems to say that if you own the game, emulating it is morally gray, but not illegal. Legally, technically. Fine. Morally gray. <laughs> okay. Not technically illegal, is what I'm saying. Whatever, whatever you say, buddy, explain mm-hmm. it to the cops. Presumably you have to also own the console in that situation. Maybe. I do. I own the console. Oh, perfect. Great. See? He's in the clear. You own all five of the consoles? I own... <laughs> A game, a GameCube, and at least two Game Boy Advances. Oh, at least mm, two, three. I, I own three. Oh, no, I have, I have three. four. I own oh, four. Oh, oh, oh! I, wow. I just remember that one. I had your fourth in, one just in case. Yeah, it's Did in the Circuit City one? closet. Yeah, oh, man. I do have four. Mm-hmm. I like that. Cassie, Cassie texts me and she says they own the other two GBAs, even if I don't have <laughs> oh, the other two. There we go. There we go. Okay. We have enough stuff to say that we're totally in the clear. Yeah, legally speaking. Perfect. Just morally gray, but totally clear. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we should also talk a little bit about uh, some of the DC announcements that were made um, this week. Two games specifically Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. Did everybody get a chance to see these trailers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Pretty sick looking games. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not going to lie. Unfortunately, Gotham Knights is made by the people that made Arkham Origins. Mm. And so that's the one you guys don't talk about, really. Strike against it. It is the bad one. To be fair, <laughs> I think I've heard that it's basically a whole new team. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to hold that against them. <laughs> but also, okay. People have said that it looks good. I talked to Caleb and Alex. I didn't think Gotham Knights looked all that good. I really don't like the RPG stuff they added. Yeah, that's mm. the one thing I'm not super excited about for it. Yeah, they have like bad. the leveling. It looks like they have the kind of leveling system that they have in like the new Assassin's, Assassin's Creed games. Creed, yeah, I don't, which, I don't like that. Which I played <laughs> Origins, and, and I like that. Game. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, Quite good, actually. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that one turns out. I guess Suicide Squad, though. Suicide Squad's made by the Arkham people. Rocksteady. Yeah, it's Rocksteady. Okay. So that's, that's super exciting. I, say, I wish I'd are... seen gameplay, but. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Trailer yeah. gives you almost nothing of that Listen, concept. It right. gives you one thing that makes people upset, and that's that King Shark says things other than King Shark is a shark. <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> I don't, I have not delved into the DC universe enough to know. And Alex will, Alex will say this almost the same exact thing: whether or not King Shark normally says things other than King Shark is a shark. But in this, he talks a lot, and it's weird after watching the DCAU films because <laughs> in those. King Shark shows up and he's just like King Shark is a shark. And that's that's it. it. Different Did, iterations of that. Slightly. I, love I was about to say, does he have that one line or is he like Groot where that's so, what he says and it means different it, things? I uh, Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. okay, so what you're telling me is that when Taika Waititi takes this character for the Suicide Squad <laughs> movie, I should expect him to just say one line and that is Taika Waititi saying King Shark is a shark. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Got it. Okay, yes. cool. <laughs> So also, this is why they didn't give a shit about putting him in the trailer of just being like, look at all of these actors that we have for the new Suicide Squad movie. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I hope that's exactly what he says the whole time. 
Just I mean, it's slightly is, different inflection. He is credit like people know that he's in the movie and he was not in the trailer and nobody knows who he's playing in that movie. And so <laughs> that is yes. the assumption is that he's playing King Shark. Nice. That's pretty good. I, also, I will say I, they they confirmed it's a four player co-op game. Just, yeah. Yeah. It does That's look exciting. like uh, it would be a fun four player co-op game. The real good yeah. news there is that it's not um, a service game. Which was oh, the rumor God, yeah. I heard beforehand and had me <laughs> horrified. Mm, yeah, Gotham Knights also confirmed it's not a service game. Yeah, so good. Gotham Knights, I was surprised Man. that it's not a four-player co-op game. Right? Yeah, just two-player. Yeah, they show off four different characters, and it yeah. seems mm-hmm. like it's a big deal that Listen. dude. It's like, look at these four characters, and it's like, no, you can just do it with your friend. And all I was like. I mean, I guess that's still kind of cool, but at the same time, I was really looking forward to like doing like four players in that. At least yeah. they didn't show four people and then announce that it was a three-player game. <laughs> oh, is that what I've Destiny had enough did? Of that. Yeah. Okay. That's what a lot of things There's a done. lot of games post-Destiny that have been like, three players is good, right? And even, <laughs> even Destiny's <laughs> fine. Destiny's got three classes. That's fine. Three classes, three players, whatever. It's fine. Yep. This has four characters. <laughs> I know. I know. If it was four characters and three players, it'd be a really bad. Two players yeah. is also bad. Yeah. But it's better than three. Better than three. Yeah. I am most excited from the Suicide Squad just to play as Captain Boomerang. That yeah. man, based on freaking, the cutscene, he looks yeah, fun, dude. He looks crazy, and in like in DC, the DC animated universe stuff, he's just like throwing a boomerang. Nothing cool, literally nothing cool at all. He makes some jabs okay. at people, but just throws a boomerang. Be around. careful, Sokka throws a boomerang, and he's okay, very completely cool. different, <laughs> completely different. <laughs> I don't know. His character looks great in this. It does. Uh, let's last but not least, a couple things here in film. Um, number one, Owen, you recently watched uh, Train to Busan. Yeah. So I think th- this is this is all one big thing. Uh, so I was just kind of looking at what movies were playing that I cannot go see because I can't go to the theaters yet. They're all still closed up. Uh, and after the DC event. Uh, that happened you know they were talking about oh yeah you know wonder woman is going to be out like i think it's out now and i was like oh um cool i guess i'm not seeing that uh you know uh new mutants is out to literally as you listen to this uh can't go see that uh and that hurts because i was really looking forward to seeing new mutants so i was like Cool, 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 cool. Um, but <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. one of the, one of the things that uh, the one of the theaters, I think in Virginia, is trying to do is just like, hey, we've got the sequel to Train to Busan, and I was like, I haven't even watched the first one. So it was on Netflix. I watched the first one. It's pretty good, solid. I liked it as far as zombie movies go. Uh, I think it was a quality zombie movie, and it did all of the things that I wanted it to do. Uh, so I was like, yeah, solid movie. Good job. Would like to see the sequel. Unfortunately, cannot because, you know, coronavirus sucks and I'm just going to have to sit here and not see mm-hmm. any of these new movies that are soon. It's know? it's OK. You can just spend thirty dollars and no. you can go watch Mulan. No, thirty dollars <laughs> and a subscription. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Shoot, you need a about subscription the subscription yeah. oh. for the honor of paying $30. Yes. For the honor. <laughs> like, I, I, I think it was one of those things that, like, I would have really liked to have seen a lot of these be somewhat, like, yes, we're going to put them in theaters, but also for those that are 
being good and following the rules and being inside and quarantining themselves and all of that during this pandemic, you know, here is the movie that you can either stream on this or you can pay 15, 20 bucks on Amazon or whatever and watch it there. And I'd be like, cool. Um, sounds good to me. And I would do that. Um, so Just I, to uh, give my two cents. I think train of Busan's awesome. I, I mean, I, I did really like it. I thought it was it was quite good. And, okay, that's fine. <laughs> what? Yonder sold it real hard like two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't want to try to, again, I like things, but I try not to get super hype because then you guys just give me shit every time that Star Wars pops up. <laughs> and I'm just Well, like... that's because literally any time Star Wars pops up, you're like, dude, this is sick. It's going to oh. be like the best game I've ever played. Like okay, I mean yeah, it's it's The Sims. <laughs> um, I've also heard not great things about the sequel though, so kind of worried also, about that. I've also heard that as well. Is it called Plane to Busan? No, <laughs> it's called Peninsula. And then That's... Automobile to Busan. Yeah, right. Wouldn't that be good? That would have been fun. <laughs> they're taking they're taking funny. a boat out of Busan. So boat to Busan. I'm leaving. Busan. It's called Peninsula to the point that like Train of Busan is not in the title. Yeah. Wow. You look up Train of Busan 2, and it's like, yeah, you mean Peninsula? Oh. <laughs> like, what? I mean, sure, it's yeah. Completely uh-huh. other movie. That's I, uh, weird. Okay. It doesn't uh, feel like a movie that needs a sequel, but... No. no. I, I would agree. I, I, I do want to mention one last thing here. Um, if you guys haven't seen the trailer for uh, Ridley Scott's new show that's coming out on HBO, um, you should check it out. It's called Raised by Wolves. It's a new. Oh, I did see that trailer. It looks crazy, but you know, of course, Ridley Scott, Alien, Blade Runner, all that fun stuff. Um, I have high expectations, and I've been looking for another sci-fi show since. For some reason, I can't finish Westworld. For some reason, I can't finish Picard, and for some reason, I can't finish Altered Carbon. I feel like there's a common theme here. <laughs> I've got some bad news about Altered Carbon for you. Hey, I yeah. was gonna say. Yeah. Did you hear? No. Nope. They're not going to bring it back for three. For season it. three. It's you okay. don't. You haven't season. finished it. It's you done. You just said you haven't been able well, to finish it because you hate it so much. The problem is that I'm supposed to be watching it with these other two nerds that live in this house, and we right. don't hey, ever sit down and only watch. Only one of those is related to me, right? No, two of them. <laughs> yeah, here's the <laughs> thing, though. Wait, like, no, three. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I feel like you're the one that should be initiating it. I'm probably it. a big contributor. I'm, I, I know. The, the screen you go is down right to like, here wa- in my You go room. down to watch something, and you're like, mm, better not invite those guys. I'm going to watch something different. <laughs> you guys live in the same house. You can't go outside. It cannot be hard to set aside. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I'm with Jake it's on so this one. It's so difficult. Dude, there was a time we all watched Steinsgate, and I think most of us were in different states. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That fell apart. I just yeah, like, I mean, it did fall that. apart, but it worked for a while. Unfortunately, we got to the episode where it really shouldn't have fallen apart. Yeah. Like, next episode like, right? when it got real good. Yeah, mm. real crazy. I guess That's I'll never know. I, think. I will never know. I don't know. He Last I heard was ago. he was watching it after Avatar. That was like two other series ago. Yeah, <laughs> so. it was. Because then I watched Avatar, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to watch all of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and that's what I've been watching recently. So You watched show. like all of Longmire. Oh, shoot. I did finish all of Longmire. <laughs> it is two seasons. I literally watched it from start to end. Wow. <laughs> Haven't you already seen like at least half of it? 
I saw three seasons, but then I, you know, I was like, well, I just start over because I love that show. So I just watched it from start to end. You just started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't like I sat down and watched every episode. Most of the time it was just like playing on the side screen until I got to the seasons that I hadn't seen. And then mm. I watched it on the big screen. Don't worry. There was cool. there was a process. <laughs> Should we start a new like opener? That's what's Aaron been watching lately. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will. In fact, Amen. you know what? Tune back in in two weeks for what Aaron's been watching lately, and oh I will God. cover <laughs> all of the good things. It will replace the old Alex Time 1.0. I'm so excited. I know. I imagine Everybody a lot of people be are watching a weird. lot of shows in coronavirus time. We yeah. had a really weird patch system. We're replacing 1.0. Like 2.0 came out, but went away. And now we're replacing well, 1.0 with a new that's, thing. No, that's your We're 2. just 0. removing this content. This is my one. Are we vaulting yeah. content? Oh, my God. <laughs> is that no, what we're exactly doing? What are we bungee? Vaulting content. Yeah. approach. <laughs> Gosh. Maybe right, it's well, the Final Fantasy in. approach. Like we're just replacing a <laughs> old thing with a new thing. Just like it's right important. on top of it. Mm. Uh, tune back in next in two weeks and we will definitely have new content I'm sure of it there will be something we'll talk about that'll be brand new probably maybe turns out we do a flashback <laughs> episode because something comes up <laughs> <laughs> that would be great uh, thanks so much for joining us we'll catch you next time This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. We also have a couple new series that we've been working on. One for a custom Divinity campaign and another for a Pathfinder campaign that we've been working on. So make sure you check those out as well. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.